Welcome to The Pleasure Map, where blissful women and passionate men meet on the road to love. Yeah! I'm Layla Blackwell, blissful woman and relationship revolutionary, your love and intimacy strategist taking you on the adventure that is love, here in the Own Your Power studio in beautiful South Florida. Awesome. Our radio show and programs are designed to enhance and deepen the power of love and relationships by feeding that feminine essence of women and maximizing that masculine spirit in men, ultimately creating stronger bonds and even more solid families. I'm here with my very romantic husband, Nelson, who has been my sweet, sweet hubby for 20 years. And counting. My Latin lover. Costa mujer mia. <laughs> you know, I'm excited about today's show, and I really can't wait to meet our guests and really get into our topic, because this is really true to my heart, lust and love. <laughs> now, if any of you have ever felt frustrated by intimate relationships, don't understand men, don't understand women, feel misunderstood or unappreciated in your love life, if you feel like you've lost yourself by trying to be something you are not in the name of love, if you're not having enough good quality sex, have lost your drive for sex, have lost your drive for sex with your significant other, are drained, exhausted, or just confused by your experience of love, or you simply want a powerful, soulful, lasting union with the one you're with or the one you have yet to find, then you are in the right place right now. That's right. Get a dose of Layla and Nelson. Open your hearts and... <laughs> Your mind, prepared to look at the subject of love and lust with beautiful, fresh eyes. Take in the experience. We are going to take you on a very unique journey toward the mastery of love and intimacy, which is the ultimate treasure at the end of the pleasure map. Mm. You're going to want to stick with us so we can take you there. And you can find out more about our programs and coaching at LaylaBlackwell.com. Oh, you know, we had such a great time um, talking last week about flirting. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we had, obviously, Yelissa Lightborn, who is doing some wonderful work in the community uh, with underprivileged families through her company, Dream Team. It was so nice to hear her perspective and not only the impact that she's doing, but also her perspective on flirting. And we had such a good time, didn't you? She is such an amazing woman. She is not only smart and a giver with her nonprofit agency, she is super hot, too. Mm. Now... We did. We really went there with our perceptions of what flirting really is, what works, what doesn't work at all, how to flirt, the effect of being flirtatious with others can have on a relationship, surprisingly powerful stuff considering flirting itself is so lighthearted and fun. We did have a great time, though. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. If you want to catch those shows, check out the podcast on the Own Your Power radio page and visit ownyourpowerlifestyle.com to see the network schedule of shows so you can stay in the know. Lita, I love being on your show with you. Right? Mm-hmm. But every time I look at you, I, I get distracted. Mm-hmm. Down boy, down boy. We have a show to do first. Uh, okay, we must. I know you're right. But we do have some great guests today and, and Layla's and Nelson's loveness, and unfortunately we have to be interrupted. But go ahead. Okay, okay, breathe. <sighs> Hold that thought for later, because right now we're going to get a bird's eye view of love and lust with our guest today in The Love Nest. We'll chat about how to tell the difference between love and lust, the progression from lust to love, how male arousal and his expression of arousal impact women, and the expression of lust in long-term loving relationships. Well, in this show, we have Steph Stanford and Jorge Otero, and we're going to talk about how you can let that heart on turn your heart on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> woo, woo. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> we'll be right back with the Pleasure Map. Own your own power radio here with the love and lust. And our beautiful Layla and Nelson. In the love nest. We'll be right back. Saw you, yeah, and just from above. 
If you're like me, you love to hold on to your cash and use it for basic needs like the light bill, water bill, and yeah, maybe even the mortgage or the rent. That's pretty much all that I use cash for since I get almost everything on barter. In a typical month, I get my hair done, eyebrows waxed, printing services, massages, business coaching, personal assistance from my companies, social media marketing, and more all on barter. Oh, and did I mention travel? Yes, to many different exotic locations like Costa Rica and Barbados on barter. I literally save thousands a year and I'd love to help you do the same. All you have to do is join the Give and Take Network at www.giveandtakenetwork.org. That's give, the letter N, takenetwork.org. When you join Give and Take, you'll learn how to generate more business, reduce your overhead, and save cash. Barter is definitely smarter and don't let anyone tell you any differently. Join us today at giveandtakenetwork.org. Hello everyone, I am Dr. Minka Brantley. I'm a psychologist from Miami and I love being an expert on Own Your Power Radio. Welcome back to The Pleasure Map here on Own Your Power Radio. I'm Layla Blackwell in the love nest with my hubby, Nelson, and our amazing guests. Yes, tonight's topic is love and lust. The relationship between physical attraction and love. That's kind of hot. Because we're hot. (laughs) Today in the Love Nest with Layla and Nelson, we have Steph Stanford, the happiness expert. She is a professional speaker and lifestyle expert. She teaches people how to take the crazy out of love and life. Steph is also the author of Happy Ain't That Hard and coming up in 2016, Grandma's Guide to Getting and Keeping a Man. Hey, hey. Hi, everybody. Yes. Hey, there's Steph. Oh, oh. Yeah. We also have Jorge Otero, who's a licensed massage practitioner and energy healer, as well as a brilliant photographer. He uses his work to reduce stress and tension stored in our muscle tissue and our lives. You know, I can't wait to hear more. Jorge, massage. Yes. We. We're going to get one after this show, right? <laughs> <laughs> it gets real tense to sit next to this beautiful woman and not do anything. Uh, I really can't wait to hear more about your work at the end of the show. Right now, let's just jump into it. I can't wait to just, let's get, let's get to it. Let's get yes. to it, baby. Let's do it. Welcome to the show, everyone. In my work, I enhance love and intimacy for couples. A huge disconnect comes up all the time in how men and women express and receive attraction, chemistry, and lust. Even though I understand why this happens, it still drives me nuts. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, let's start from the beginning with the initial attraction and the arousal. You know, in your experience, what does that look like for for you, Jorge, for you, Steph? You know, what does that look like? Um, I think that... um we are naturally, as human beings, can be uh, naturally attracted to to many people. So there, there are so many people that are out there that are actually attractive. The thing is not about about me letting uh, those uh, feelings and emotions drive me to 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 go after those people that I find attractive, but more be mindful of what's going on in my heart, of what I want in a relationship. Mm. So to have that frame of making that distinction will keep us away from trouble. It's, it's like be more relationship-oriented rather than letting the drive take us to just places where we wouldn't want to be. The so, difference between the, the surface and the depth. Correct, yes. Yeah. That's the point. So would you say that when you are looking for a new relationship – You don't just go to where your attraction draws you, but you try to see and feel into what your heart's feeling. Correct. So how do you distinguish that? Like, do you use attraction as a tool to kind of see how 
things would go between you or do you just stay away from because some people are you know they say that that type of physical chemistry energy is not real they stay away from it they enjoy it mm -hmm. but they don't really look any deeper do you mm -hmm. use it to look deeper or do you just stay away altogether no i do i do use it to to get to know the person mm -hmm. if i say if i have that feeling um i would explore it but then as I feel the person, the energy, what's going on, then that's when I start to evaluate if, okay, the attraction is there, but I don't have to go any further than, because I already found out that it, it's not resonating in my heart frequency to be there. So mm. the attraction may be there, but the other part is not. So, but I do explore, I do go and, and, and find out. Okay, and have you had some long-term relationships or relationships that you moved past the lust stage into the love phase? Yes, I and, have. And what did that look like? When you transitioned from lust and then you realized there was love there, how did, what did that look like for you? What, how did you tell the difference between when it became heart-centered versus just that chemistry? Um, I already enter uh, with that frame in, in, in which I am already opening my heart. So to me, it's just a, a tiny shift. Mm. Once I make the decision to go in the relationship, I'm already open heart and I go full in. Mm. So it's not like, to me, the transition, I'm already there. It's just a matter of opening that door to that person. And then I, I love that person because I'm already there. I'm already in the loving, giving space. So nice. It doesn't depend on what what is she gonna do, what is she gonna say. No, I'm already there. I made the decision. I love. Mm. It's almost like which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? Yeah. Right. In some of those situations, because exactly. um, you know, if for some people it's they they automatically you know they lust someone because mm -hmm. uh, they're like as men we're visual creatures. We find someone yeah. really appealing and attractive, mm -hmm. and then eventually we probably fall in love with them. And there's more to it than just the lust aspect. Mm -hmm. So I feel for us, I know um, my wife and I have been together, and so many years that I remember a few times I would be home and um, her mom would be sitting there, and I would say, "Mom," because uh, that's my mother too, right? So I would say, "Mom." Is lusting a sin? And she says, I believe so. I said, well, because I lust for my wife every day. You think God will forgive me? Because I'm not just in love with my wife. I also lust for her, right? Yeah, but, but you didn't have to tell that to mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. It's too late now. We can't go back. That's why she's probably not talking to me that much. I noticed she changed her number. She never gave it to me. But. Okay, Jorge, let's just put this out there right now. Are you in a relationship now? Not right now. Not right now. Got to tell you, some good-looking Jorge Otero right here. Right. Okay, okay. Colombia. <laughs> <laughs> and Steph, for you, let's talk about how that looked for you, because you are married. I am. It's so interesting. I was listening to the answers, and I love that you have such a diverse group of folks here, because everybody's perspective is different. And I remember you started the show by saying how men and women see the same topic can be so different. Mm -hmm. So let me give some background. I've been with the same guy 12 years, but only married for three yeah, it took him a little while to decide uh -huh. where we were going with that, but we got there. <laughs> so, but so I, when you, to answer your question, when I was single, it was about lust for me. It was an energy, an instant attraction, and generally the confidence is what took me there. A confidence, a confident man would get my attention at any moment. It wasn't always exactly about them having a perfect body or you know being perfectly dressed or whatever. It was about the way they walked in a room and the way they stare at you in your eyes. Oh Lord, I'm getting hot already. <laughs> Turn on the AC. <laughs> I love it. So when I first, when I was single, that's always what was first for me as a woman. Yeah. I could be very different than Jorge. Many women are looking at different things. But as you said, Nelson, I've been in with the same man for a very long time. And you know, you gotta work at lust when you're with somebody for a really long time. You love them, you mm -hmm. love them, but keeping the lust going takes, takes work, so. Yeah. yeah, now we were on the other Own Your Power show, What Women Desire, and we talked about that there, the energy, and for me it was very much the same. It's the energy that's put out. Does our energy connect with each other? Is that, and that really comes down to chemistry. But yes, then evaluating, okay, the energy flow is there, but can he hold a conversation? <laughs> and that's what that's what, that's what leads to love. You ha and for me, and I think for a lot of women, you have to get the lust first because guess what? They're saying men are visual creatures. Hello, we are too. Yes, just got to put it out there. Yeah, 
guys, we are too. Yes. Wow. So uh, we need that as well. But as you said, Layla, then once we get to know you, then we can decide if this is something we want to take further or not. Absolutely. And I think it's beautiful that Jorge can come from such a heart-centered place. Not Absolutely. all men are able to be connected with their feelings and their emotions to really even understand the difference. They just feel like, okay, if today I feel like I could do this woman and I feel like in 20 years I still might want to be doing this, then that's good enough, you know? <laughs> Can she cook? That would be even better. <laughs> you know, that's on the list. <laughs> and it's probably not that simple for men, but sometimes it comes across that way, doesn't it? Totally. Totally. Well, I don't know if it's that simple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny. I think women are complicated. Um, and I don't think men will ever understand a woman, uh, and that's don't try. Yeah, don't. Yeah, we cannot try to understand the woman because the woman is constantly flowing and changing, and and that's why as men we just have to take that moment for, for what it is. Yeah, to know us to, is to love us. You yeah. try to understand us, we'll drive you crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what 26 years have done to me. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the dynamic between men and women when it comes to lust and love mm -hmm. is so funny because, like you mm -hmm. said, Steph, here we are, two women, we're married in committed relationships, and we know we look for that lust. We and look we're still for that hot, chemistry. By the way, Absolutely. you mm -hmm. can still be hot even though you're married and with somebody a long time. That's right. Right. <laughs> and that's an important element to be hot and to know that you're hot. And I think that you know, oftentimes what happens is, is you said it earlier, Steph, and that is that if you don't have that confidence, if you don't have that swagger, and and you believe, then there comes a point when you walk into a room and it's like you're invisible. And I think that women and men both notice that. Now, for you, you, Steph, you say that confidence, okay? That's how you pick up on a man's energy and if you're going to be interested at all in even what he has to say, much less to get to there, right? Absolutely. So what's that look like to you? What does confidence in a man look like to you? Because it's different for different people. That's totally true. Great question. Well, let me say this. I, When I was single, it's, again, it's been a long time, but when I was single, I dated men that were shorter than me. <laughs> I, I'm 5'8", so I'm a tall girl. But um, she laugh. I, I bring that up because I'm getting to the point that all of the things that you think in your brain are the perfect type for you can be tossed out the window if somebody brings this sexy A-game of confidence and, and something else will become appealing to you. You might be surprised. I know people who get married and they say, this is not the person I would have chosen for myself out of a book, but boom, they're the right person. Mm -hmm. So to answer your question, what does confidence look like? I'm just going to say this. When a man mm -hmm. says nothing, and you don't even have to know him. You're in the gym. You're at the grocery store. You might be looking a hot mess, but whatever. He just stops and looks at you in your eyes and smiles. Boom. It's done. That's a wrap. That is totally, that contact with your eyes, that says I know what I'm about, and you are worthy of me, and I'm worthy of you. And all that comes across in a serious look. It's so, that quiet, masculine presence, right? It's powerful and sexy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is a masculine way of possessing a woman, of, of taking her without With touching her. With your eyes, her. right? Without touching her. It is a, a great way of introducing yourself and letting her know if I can feel you with my eyes and touch you with my eyes, Imagine what I can do with everything else. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want to bring it back to you here for a moment, Jorge. Yes. How do you express your interest in a woman when you're interested in someone? When you're still in that phase of chemistry, mm -hmm. lust is what we're calling it today, yeah. when you know you have an attraction and you want to evaluate if there's more, when you approach a woman, what does that look like? for you? What do you? How do you show your, your confidence? How do you give your masculine presence? Um, well, first of all, I don't actually chase. Mm. You know, I don't do that. Uh, what I do is that I do my thing. You know, I have fun. I, I stand where I, where I stand. And, and, uh, and, and somehow I'm, 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 I'm emanating and I'm, I'm vibrating in a way in which that is going to draw her to me or not. And, mm. And if I'm in a social situation, I'm, I'm going to pretty much uh, be the master of the room in myself. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if I see that she comes in proximity to me, then, then we open up a conversation because I'm already 
drawing her to me. It's not that I'm chasing after her. I, I would not do that. So you have that magnetic presence yes, where I you have draw to them in. Way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I would not even even go there. Mm-hmm. So you look like trying to chase after things you cannot really grasp. Yes. So you stand in your presence and yes. allow them to be drawn to you. And, and then we talk. And so in your talking, how do you express to her that you are attracted or your interest? Well, are you forward? Do you feel again, like... you mm-hmm. know, I'm already, I already like her. I already feel the, uh, that I like her. So to me, uh, uh, it's more about finding out the attraction level of her towards me. Mm. So that is really what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. to find out if she's attracted. If she's attracted, then I can move forward. If not, then I leave it. Yeah. Now, as that magnetic type of personality, I know what tends to happen when you're a magnet is it's not just the one that you want to attract that comes to you. You've got other people coming to yes. you too. Mm-hmm. So you might be in a room putting out that magnetic energy, yeah. and there may be some women who come to you that are not who you thought you wanted to be with that night or spend time with how do you handle that if someone Um, comes to you and they're attracted to you but maybe not you to them Mm -hmm. how do you handle that unwanted attention um if that comes uh like unexpectedly that i i I pay i do pay attention to the person Mm -hmm. i listen you know i didn't notice you but you're talking to me now so Let's see what's going on. What? What? Who are you? You know, like that. You so know, you don't reject them out of hand. No, yeah. I would never reject them because mm-hmm. uh, anyway, I will be interacting with a per- with another person. Mm-hmm. So, so I welcome any person that comes into my space to, to talk about anything. Mm-hmm. Um, not because I'm not thinking that. Well, uh, I was looking at the one that was over there, but this one came here, and I said, no, I, th- those thoughts are not going through my mind. I'm, I'm just in the moment, and, and it's like, oh, wow, you're here. Great. Let's talk. Awesome. So you still get to know the person, yeah. and you don't worry about if she's blocking your game from the one that you really <laughs> want. No, 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 no. Because she might be. Yeah. Boom. Actually, you know what that's called. it works the opposite. <laughs> Uh, because if she's talking to me, then it will give another person the permission to come in and talk ah. to me also. So yes, that, that way it's, it's, a more, it's a better approach. Isn't that a thing, though? When women see another woman interested in a man, he suddenly becomes more yeah. interesting. Yes, yes. Yeah. absolutely. Yes, right. yeah. very I true. I haven't taken off person. my ring. Uh, <laughs> for that very reason. For that very reason, Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason his That's wedding not. band is a chick magnet. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Where's that switch good. to turn off his mic again there, Simone? <laughs> Bye, Nelson. It's been fun. <laughs> okay. So we are talking about love and lust here on the Pleasure Map in the Own Your Power studio. Um, and we talk a little bit about rejection here for Jorge. And how does that work for you, Stephanie? Do you, I'm sure, because, you know, we are hot and you are super hot there with your flirty eyes <laughs> and your bright smile. She doesn't know how to so take that compliment. My face is so red right now. So tell me, with all the attention that you must get from men in your single days and even now, how do you engage with them and handle that unwanted attention without making someone feel rejected? Or do you worry about that? Well, you know what? Many years ago, I had more guy friends than female friends. And so I learned a lot about guys. And what I learned really is that it's, for many men, hard to actually say, hey, what's up? How you doing? I think you're pretty. That's hard for a lot of men. Not all, but a lot. So really, I try to just uh, take the hard on. To get your heart on. (laughs) So they can't speak. They're not there yet, I hope. I don't know, Nelson. You're making me Dominating. (laughs) Because we're not close, I'm not checking that, Nelson. But I will just say, (laughs) (laughs) when I get unwanted attention. (laughs) He's just happy to see me. (laughs) No, when I get unwanted attention, I try to be polite and nice. And, And what Jorge said is a little bit of what I do as well. I just try to listen and say, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you. Um, you know, have a great day, and just kind of shut the conversation down quickly okay. and move away. But I would never say anything disrespectful or be rude. I know a lot—not all women, but some women—sometimes um, are. And you got to remember, it's hard for the fellas too. Yeah, 
to find a great person. We're all looking, well, those who are single are all looking for something nice. Oh. Well, so give him a break. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay, uh-oh. Because you sent me a message with a... <laughs> you know what I'm going <laughs> to no, say. <laughs> you sent me. <laughs> you sent me a message about Ooh. a come on that okay. some guy yes. gave to you that was... Quite magical. Well, you know what? Okay. Now I remember. Now I am busted. Now we need the busted. <laughs> I'm Stephanie and I'm a liar. No, I'm not. <laughs> Layla just, I'm so glad you put me on the spot. <laughs> Layla pulled my player card. <laughs> God. Well, let me take a step back. When I get unwanted attention and it's polite, I give that right back. Polite respect. If I get unwanted attention and it's foolishness, maybe you're getting that back too. So what there she's you referring go. to is um, my sister and I, a few years ago, went out to a club here in South Florida, minding our own business. We just walked in and a man said, hey, excuse me, I'm a gynecologist. Do you want a free exam? <laughs> what? Oh, what? We just looked at him and said, bye, and walked away. So um, rude begat rude. Kindness begats kindness. I agree. Good for you. Oh, my goodness. That is hysterical. Well, it's that time again. We're going to take a break and listen to some uh, tunes before we wrap it up with our guests. And when we come back, you know, this is Burn Your Power Radio. Love and love. And the pleasure, man. We'll be right back.
Studios. I am Layla here with my lovely, lusty husband, Nelson, in the Love Nest. Mm -hmm. And we've been talking with our guests today about love and lust, the relationship between attraction, arousal, and building loving relationships. Mm. Um, So now we've been talking all about our past relationships and how we develop those loving feelings where lust comes in and comes into play with that. And, you know, we've we've been joking around and and talking about that phrase that I came up with, let your heart on, turn your heart on. Um, But that came from a really serious place because working... Yeah, for that to kind of flow out of me. (laughs) Working with my clients, I was finding that so often in relationships, when you're actually in it, not just the getting to know each other stage, you're actually in a relationship, you've committed to be with each other, been together for years, and men sometimes withdraw a little bit emotionally. Life gets in the way, you have children, there's like a disconnect comes into play. And sometimes it's hard for the men and the women to get back to that place, right? And I remember I was in session with one couple in particular, um, and he was just having trouble getting back to that emotional connection. Mm. And it was feeling really sad for her. They had a great sex life, and they were fine in every other area, but they didn't have that emotional connection with each other. So I remember talking to him in our one-on-one session one day, and he just said, I just don't even know what that should look like, what I should feel anymore. And I said to him, well, you do know how to relate to your wife because we've talked about that. You don't have a problem with relating to your wife, but you're stopping yourself from feeling for her. And that's what she needs from you. She's going to keep picking and poking and prodding at you until she feels your presence, until she feels that you are connected with her in a soulful way from the heart. And I said, so what is it going to take for you to feel that? He said, if you can get it up for her, you should be able to feel emotionally for her. And then I just said to him, you need to let your heart on turn your heart on. (laughs) Every time you feel that stirring in your loins coming up, you need to recognize that that's your cue to connect with her emotionally, to look at her as a human being, the woman that you love, that you fell in love with years ago. Let that be your trigger. You know it's coming up at some point because you guys have no problem there. So when that comes up, remind. let that be your reminder to have it turn your heart on. And so it came from that place of this couple who was so frustrated in connecting in that way emotionally. And then I realized that's kind of a universal thing for a lot of men looking at it where you're meeting someone, right, Jorge? That you feel that lust, you feel that attraction, you feel that chemistry, and then you use that to trigger you to say, what else is there? And it's not just what else am I going to get from her, right? It's what else can I give to her? Because Absolutely. that's the flow of energy. So if, if if I am turned on, how can I express that in a way that honors that person as a human being, as someone that I want to know more about, as someone I want to connect to, not just in a penis-centered way, but in a heart-centered way, right? Absolutely. And so yeah. let's talk a little bit about that. How, in your experience, we'll start with you, Steph, this time, how has that dynamic of maybe a man coming to you in a lustful way happened for you? Um, How has that maybe blocked some potential relationships where you felt like, I could really like this guy, but Mm -hmm. I'm not getting anything more from him but that over time? Well, I love that you brought this up because it really does apply to new relationships as well as well as people who've been together for a very long time. Absolutely. Um, But to talk about new relationships first... Mm -hmm. I can remember some specific dates that I went on and I felt like I was being pawed and just overwhelming too much, too much, too much, too fast. I don't even know your mama's name. Why are you trying to touch me in places you shouldn't be touching me yet? Mm. If I don't know your middle name, we don't need to go there. You know, slow it down. I know uh, once I went on a first date and a man was staring at me, staring at me, and it's kind of sexy, and then it was a little overwhelming, and he said... (laughs) Then he said... He he was totally quiet, and he said, Do you have pretty feet? So oh, oh my. This, this was too much. We didn't have a second date. <laughs> yeah. But that was lust gone to, gone wrong. That was yes. lust that was too far. So as you were saying earlier, it is the cues you're reading from somebody else to know how much to give and how much to sit back and receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in, rela- in, in longer-term relationships, I love you bringing this up. You said something about a previous uh, client that you were working with mm-hmm. and how he wasn't able to connect with his wife. And he did love her. I think he did love her. He did. just didn't know Very how to much. feel that and yeah. make that feel a fiery in his chest. 
I hear from women all the time, and I'm a woman, so I know too, <laughs> that, that we need to hear the words from men. So we know that you love us if you've been with us for a long time because you're there. We know, but there's something about women. It's a secret need that we have. We need to hear words or see physical manifestations of your love. Mm -hmm. So it's your choice how you do it. It can be flowers. It could be a text message. It could be um, I come home and the bed is made and the dinner is cooked and you have a glass of wine and you're just smiling. That's something physical you have done to show me your love. That leads to lust in the bedroom. That leads to sexy time. Because when a woman feels that she's getting the positive attention from her dude, that's it. The door is open and so do the legs. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting point. You know, at the beginning of a relationship, that lust will come first, right? Where you feel that feeling for that person, which inspires you to investigate further. Is this someone you want to spend more time with? Mm -hmm. But when you're already in a relationship, for women anyway... I know you need to feel that love in order to get in that space where you can welcome that lusty interaction. And I don't, I'm sorry, Nelson. No, no, I was just going to say for some guys, they just get stuck on stupid. It's like they just, it's like, I don't know what school they go to. It's almost like they allow their erection to guide their direction, you know, mm. and, and it's, they have to allow themselves. We talked about being in the present and, and, and connecting to a woman's energy. And, and when a woman feels that all you have to offer her is sex or it's that, that sexual connectivity, and then when you're deflated, when she's capable of now getting you to a point where you have ejaculated, now what else do you have to offer? Is there going to be a conversation? If I can make you orgasm that quickly, 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, what is the world capable of doing to you? If I'm capable of now, okay, now what else do you have? You're done. Yeah, that's it. Did Roll you say over. five minutes? I said five, ten, okay. twenty minutes. In Alrighty. some cases, that's this the problem. This is not him. We're talking about the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. We are not talking oh about me. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am talking about the, the guys show. that went to the school for the erection. Got your direction. <laughs> He went to the let your heart on turn your heart on yes. school. So <laughs> I think I think it's uncomfortable for you know women. We're we're quick to express our feelings. I feel this, and I'm currently expressing this, and I need more of this. Guys perhaps don't have as much practice, or some men, not all. And so it does take a little practice and a little work. And we women have to be when men do something for you that does make you feel loved. Then it's our job to say that was awesome. Yeah. That was amazing. It's an energy you share back and forth, so you have to give the love back and the appreciation when you get something you want. To. The appreciation, mm -hmm. such a key word, especially from women to men. I mean, women want appreciation too, but we accept it in various ways. Men are very concrete. We need to know, thank you. You did an amazing thing for me right there. I don't know what I would have done without you. Like, they need to know it, right? That's huge. Give you know them this, that you know appreciation. This? I think that's only, and in some cases, where a lot of men are not as confident because a man that is really confident in himself knows that just by looking at his woman, looking at her eyes and how he arouses and satisfies her, not just in the physical and sexual way, but even in the intimate, spiritual way and emotional, I think when they have that connectivity, I think a man that is really confident can look into his, his woman's eyes and just look at her body and look at how she is so relaxed and so complete that he doesn't need to hear it. It's nice to hear it, but I think that most important, when a man is confident in himself and knows that connectivity, he doesn't really need to hear it. I think you I have an amazing you, amount babe. of confidence because you've been with her for so long. Because you guys have something that's truly connected and powerful. You're secure, maybe more than a lot of other people. I think that I totally agree with what you're saying because you guys have something powerful and with a strong foundation. That was so beautifully said, Steph. Thank you. Yeah, and it and takes I agree. work, but that there, also takes work. Yeah, there is a certain point. amount of freedom that comes when you're together for so long. You don't take each other for granted, but you kind of know in a mm -hmm. deep place that we've been through enough to know we're still here. Yes. And we yeah. still love each other. And so we don't necessarily need all of those reassurances all the time. But there's still that song. Oh, I think that I found myself a cheerleader. There you go. <laughs> there's a reason I'm for it. cheerleader. And I got the yeah. little skirt to prove Ooh. it. <laughs> Seen it. Back to lust and love. <laughs> okay. There's another thing that often comes up with my clients or my girlfriends, you know, or even come up for me sometimes where I know there were times in our marriage where we weren't always in sync. That's 26 right. years, a long time. Mm -hmm. We weren't always in sync. There are highs, there are lows, there are pits, there are valleys and hills. And 
there's this thing where men that you're in a relationship with for a while kind of claim your body and they think they have full 24-7 access to it at all times, right? And so like he was <laughs> he was <laughs> talking about it. And I know my friends have expressed this to me. Like, what is that? There seems to be this common thread of in the kitchen, there's something with the cooking and the lust. Like it just inspires something. In the kitchen, the and they'll come up behind and grab something or smack something or like, you know, just get in your space and make that physical connection where you're like but I was just cooking dinner and my mind was not in that place and you just Mm -hmm. slapped my backside Mm -hmm. and so and I know that there are a lot of women who feel like that's just too much it makes me feel like a piece of meat you know it makes me feel like that's all he thinks about when he looks at me there is a disconnect there Mm-hmm. You know, and when you already agreed to be in this relationship space, it's kind of like you don't necessarily look at that or have to look at that as too much, too fast because you've been there for a while. Yes. Kind of have this agreement. But I know, and I have a lot of friends that still today feel like, you know, that smack on my backside <laughs> <laughs> um, was a little bit too much for me. Have you felt like that at any point in time, Steph? I have to think about that. Uh, probably my circumstance has not been that one, but slightly different. However, I, as you said, I've talked to a lot of women. I think it just comes down to over and over when you're with somebody for a long time, you got to talk. Mm, yeah. You have to use your words. And tr- if, if it's something that's bothering you, try not to do it in the moment because sometimes you're mad about something right off the bat. Whereas if you can just take 20 minutes to think about how you want to say it in a nice way, it's like what you tell your kids. You teach them to speak in a certain way to adults or to speak in a certain way when they have a problem. We have to do that with each other. Yes. We do. So we, we, if a woman is feeling uncomfortable with her man in her space, and often that happens when we're just really busy, mm-hmm. we have a lot to do, yeah. and we're feeling a little stressed about getting it done, you got to talk to them about it, but you just do that later when things have calmed down a little bit and you've calmed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the difference is that, uh, for the most part, is the difference is if you've been with someone, there's a level not just of confidence but also of an openness that is there. And I think the more you know each other, it's not just that spank or the, the, the grabbing. It's also just knowing where to touch. Mm. It's knowing how to touch with just enough frequency and just enough momentum at the right time and to say the right thing. And I think that's the connectivity that a woman wants, not just to feel sexual or like a piece of meat, but to feel that she is desired and wanted and loved and appreciated. And that reconnects that couple, reconnects that man and that woman because we're so out there in the world and we disconnect. Because I know Jorge in his experience with, you know, with his fingers massaging, you know, who knows how many people in your lifetime, but how many times they probably don't want to be touched or they desire to be touched in ways that perhaps they wouldn't let anyone else touch them. Why don't you tell us a little more about that? About touch, you mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Touch. Um, Have you been known to manhandle a woman? In your <laughs> <day>? <laughs> wow, she asked touch, it. Yeah, touch is a, it's, it's a very important and powerful thing. You know, it's it's very important for men to know uh, how to touch a woman. Uh, because really, I hear a lot of complaints, you know, that men don't really know how to touch. and this, you, you have to learn those things. You know, it's connect at the heart level again, so you are able to feel the energy of the person. You move your your hands in connection to her energy, to what's mm-hmm. going on in her, and you have to be able to read that, to to touch. Let the ga- the the hand be uh, uh, moving in a in a way that is like an interaction, like a communication. Mm. And if the uh, if the if the couple are not really connected, and uh, it's just uh, at the uh, surface level this is not going to happen because because the man is always thinking um, in, in general terms I'm talking about. Uh, if he's touching, the outcome is going to be the orgasm. Well, it's not the or- that's not the outcome. The mm-hmm. out- the out- the, there's no outcome. It's the moment shared. It's, and it's in the touch. Very important, yes. Yes, I like that. It's You've given a whole new meaning to the term body language. Mm. You know, the bodies are speaking to each other. The touch mm-hmm. is that relationship, that connection. Right. You're sending messages with how you touch each other. 
right? And with that, going back to what we are saying here is those touches that seem a little bit aggressive sometimes coming from that male perspective because they feel like that 24-7 <laughs> is I have shifted my own way of looking at it and help women shift their way of looking at it to come to that place of acceptance, loving acceptance, that when you're man, the man in your life is interacting with you in that way, that it may not be the perfect touch in the perfect moment, that you don't have to take that to mean that he's looking at you like a piece of meat, mm. you know, that you have to envision yourself as his source of pleasure, mm. that you are not an object of pleasure for him. And that's not how he's trying to treat you. But in the moment when he's looking for a little hit of pleasure, he's going to give you a little hit. And it's going to bring him pleasure and that you are his source and he's coming to you. And that's a gift that you have to give him. Wow. And if you already are in the understanding, it's not like some random dude on the street. You know, it's your husband. It's your lover. It's the person you've agreed to be with in this way Mm -hmm. that you just see it and envision it that way. I remember talking to some friends and saying, you know, if you're out and about and your children come up to you because they're hungry, You don't turn them away and say, how dare you ask me for food? Who do you think I am? You know, so when your husband comes to you and he's looking for a little bit of that pleasure and he wants a little bit of something, he's not taking you away from cooking to throw you on the kitchen counter. He's just getting a little bit of something before he moves on with his day that you can look at it as you are his source. He's coming to you to experience something that he's in need of in that moment, not taking anything away from you, maybe a little bit jarring in the moment, but you can recover from that if you look at it like that was play. It was cool. He was thinking of me and he came to me and made connection and now he's gone again. I can keep cooking. I love that though, Layla. I love your point because we need to remember he is coming to us. Mm -hmm. He wants to be with us. He wants our attention. He feels something special for us and that's his way of showing it. So as you said, Nelson, you got to mix it with tenderness, but it is about them showing how much they appreciate and want us. Absolutely. And, and, you know, some of the challenges is um, if you're not in a relationship, oftentimes is those boundaries, understanding those boundaries are the most essential components because Jorge even talked about the touching, and that's so critical, you know, knowing how the difference between a man and a woman and understanding that a woman is in a different place when you touch her, and you have to put her in that state of mind and connect with her as a woman. Now, from each of you, because we're about to wrap up our show in a few minutes, Is there anything that you want to leave our audience with? Any last things, two sentences that you feel you want to make sure they take away from today? Well, I think that uh, in general, men, women should uh, should be more uh, heart oriented in relationships to Mm. to make the to make it work long term because the physical will both can can fade away and then want to connect with other with another and another and another instead of just. Be be present, you know, and and explore that with that one person that you feel that you have that resonance and and vibration uh, compatibility. Awesome, thank you. And Steph, you any last words there? I want to say keep it sexy, keep it hype, and keep it fun. If you want to stay with somebody for a long time, if you meet somebody cool, go with the comfort level of everyone involved, but do things that are always new and exciting. It's more than just lingerie. Let's keep the energy sexy and new. Try new things. Because that's what keeps relationships together, and that's what builds relationships. I love my guests. I love them, honey. I love them because here we we have a man talking about heart-centered and a woman talking about keep it sexy. (laughs) So real quick, just remind us what it is you do and tell us how to connect with you. Okay. Um, I've been a healer and massage therapist for 18 years now, and uh, I I work uh, with uh, energy and do energy work, energy healing chakra balancing these awesome. things of this nature and you're a and, photographer and too a right professional photographer I, I do shoots for um funky yoga.com mm. uh, and uh, and also uh, people uh, that want to uh, like revamp their social media have good pictures for their facebook or or anything that awesome. they want um, available for so, that too. so people can see your work on funkyyoga.com no, no, yeah my work uh-huh my and how work. can they get in touch with you and uh Jorge Otero at, uh, with uh, Facebook okay. uh, is the best way to connect and send me a private message, anything. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Jorge. And Steph? I am Steph Stanford. I'm the happiness expert. I teach people how to take the crazy out of love and life. 
So building your self-confidence, stress-free living, and easier relationships. And you can find me on my website, stephstanford.com, or on Facebook, Stephanie Stanford. And thanks for having me today. Thanks for being here. Now, I just want to say, in addition to being my devoted and dedicated husband and the father to our three children, that my husband Nelson here is a national prevention speaker and trainer, and he teaches classes locally here in the South Florida area for addiction professionals to get their state certification. You can find him at AIPmentor.com. And you can find me at LaylaBlackwell.com to learn more about my Blissful Woman, Passionate Man programs, and my coaching. Um, We really enjoyed our time here. So. Absolutely. Special thanks to On Your Power team who helped make this show possible. On Your Power Radio Network is a 24-hour network of personal business development. They also have R&B, so eclectic grooves to keep you in the good mood, and they do a great job at it. Tune in to our next show, Foreplay versus Playtime, and mm-hmm. Sensual Ooh. Exploration as the main <laughs> event. Ooh, Until like next time, remember, love is an adventure. You can't remain guarded, protected, secure, and safe, and experience the ultimate passionate, powerful love. Live with heart. Good night. Woo! Thank you for everybody. Most of us is rushing into it anyway, you know what I'm saying? You ain't rushing for love, and I ain't up here to judge, so let's neglect the what ifs and make it do what it does. Let's get it. Is it bad that I never made love? No, I never did But I sure know how to fuck, I be a bad girl I'll prove it to you, I can't promise that I'll be good to you, cause I had some issues I won't miss, no, not having it But at least I can't admit that I'll be Yeah, I'll be good in bed, but I'll be bad to you I never made love, no, I never did But I sure know how to Just get it, bad girls ain't no good And the good girls ain't no fun And the hood girls wanna smart nigga Collar girls all wanna thug So it seems that we fiend what we don't need Gotta thank for a queen who don't wanna leave I ain't about to judge you, no judge me You ain't gotta really sing about your rap sheet Cause I heard you in the literal sense, I mean that Rough sex saying I love ya But the kiss him is saying you mean that I know, I just be calling a mean ass Oh, the irony, got the bomb and D But the problem is probably a deep pass Still I'm feeling this and I need that Thinking if I get it, I get it, I need this I don't need emotion to open your deep sea I can see the ocean by going between leg, back, no bed, flow, dope Go for it, couch, now, slow motion Around, put it down, Lord knows she was going for the more Is Hold it up. bad that I never made love? No, I never did But I sure know how to fuck up being Bad girl, I prove it to you I can't promise that I'll be good to you Cause I had some issues I won't miss, no but at least I can't admit that I'll be bad no. to you Yeah, I'll be good in bed But I'll be bad to you She hurt feelings, she break hearts She stay quiet, she play smart She take pride I'm going out, I'm getting hollered at I'm saying nah, she's no saint But she don't pose, she don't wear makeup By the bolo, riding through Lakeshore With the nose up, she don't really think much Cause it slows up, she got haters But we all do, heard you win a time Coach, shawty fought through, baby look at that Approach, how they caught you, all of mine games Never mind, cause they all lows in the physical sense, I mean that I ain't tryna kiss up, suck up, pee gas I ain't like them, you sucking your teeth fat Nope Play big, trust me, I humble your mean ass Look, shawty gets actually in prevent Cause the one in front of it's working with deep breath Yep, bed, floor, couch, more, more Shower, Lord, perm, done Love, nah, caught in the morning Cell number wasn't on, God damn. Is it bad that I never made love? No, I never did but I sure know how to fuck up being bad girl I'll prove it to you I can't promise that I'll be good to you Cause I had some issues I won't miss No, not having it But at least I can't admit that I'll be bad No, to you Yeah, I'll be